Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 824, air date October 29th, 2020. Welcome to the Joy Villa Show. Hello, Joy Tribe. Welcome to the Joy Villa Show. My name is Joy Villa, singer, songwriter. I hit number one on Billboard. You know I'm pro-God, pro-life, and pro-America. Today I have a really special guest. He has been battling censorship, intense censorship. He has uh, fought the erroneous claims that somebody else invented a very important thing that he invented, a little thing called email, and he won a million dollar lawsuit, and he is running for Senate in Massachusetts against the fake Indian, the real Indian, Dr. Shiva. Thank you so much for joining us We're today. There, Joy. Yeah, just one correction. We ran against Elizabeth Warren last year. This time we're oh. running against, it's okay, we're running against an equally sort of a, uh, a guy who has no integrity. His name is Ed Markey. We call him Malarkey, and he's the one who supports the Green New Deal, Ooh. which is based on fake science that CO2 is a pollutant, which it isn't. Oh, so, my goodness. And you're a scientist. I mean, you are a doctor. You're a scientist. You're highly regarded as one of the most intelligent voices today. You spoke up against Dr. Fauci, right? Tell me a little bit about that, because I know he's got a lot of malarkey and baloney as well. Yeah, and I think, Joy, I think... So given, because we had some limited time, let me just sort of condense my view with Fauci. And the reason I was able to confidently expose him right away was because of fortunately the training I got, not just at places like MIT, but you know, when I grew up um, in originally in India as a kid, came here as a seven year old immigrant. And I grew up in a world where my grandmother was a you know poor farmer, but she practiced traditional systems of medicine. So I saw this woman with no degrees heal people. Mm. I was very interested in you know ancient systems of medicine. So when I came to the United States as a seven-year-old kid, I worked very hard. I uh, settled in the working-class towns of New Jersey. Uh, my parents kept moving to the you know the better school systems. But when I was fourteen, I did invent the first email system, and this is why. That is hot. Fourteen years old. Yeah, and, and the reason I did it, Joy, was because I started working. I got a job as a full-time research fellow wow. at what is now known as Rutgers Medical School in the heart of Newark, New Jersey. Wow. Where, you know, nothing's supposed to come out of Newark, according to the elites, right? But here was a right. kid. That's middle America. That's a flyover state, according to the elite. Exactly. Clinton, um, who notoriously called them flyover states publicly. So you were 14 years old. Now, I, I, when I was uh, five years old, I knew I wanted to be an artist. I knew what I wanted wow. to be. I believe in the power of children knowing their what they want. And I think a lot of adults don't listen to them. You know, when I was 11, I was designing things. I was eight years old. I, I designed my first album cover. I'm doing everything that I wanted to do since I was five right now. That's so awesome. I believe that at 14, you must have been looked at as just like a, a, a runt or a kid. I mean, how were you perceived when you started well, researching? Well, the thing is, I to, to your point, when I was 12, when I went back to India after five years of here, uh, being here, that's when I realized the stark difference between India and here. You know, my grandparents mm -hmm. lived in a small hut. They, uh, they are, uh, you know, they had very little. So that's when I realized that I should make something of myself. And I remember leaving India, coming back the second time, and I said, if I don't do something with my life, I'll be a parasite. So that's when I decided to work hard. So, like I said, by the time I was fourteen, I finished calculus, uh, gone to NYU on a special computer science program. And I wasn't just a nerd, you know, I played baseball, like, you know, I was a star pitcher, a soccer uh, player. So it was the idea of doing both, right? And and the, what I experienced in most of my life was people would try to bucket you. Well, if you can be good at mm -hmm. 
you might you must not be able to throw a fastball, right? If you can exactly right through your brains or your brawn, right? Yeah. I mean, in getting that, you must have been definitely seen as like, oh wait, you can't you can't be good at all of it. And I love debunking that myth. Obviously, you are the epitome of the American dream. You've debunked the myth that you only have to have say in one lane and focus on that before you do something. Right. You're doing it all, including running for office. And I believe you're going to win. You've got massive support. Well, we did win. We did. We did win, Joy. That what what we've discovered is, you know, the the journey for me. Uh, the reason when you brought up the invention of email, and I, I did invent email, and just I just want to harp because I know your producer wanted me to touch on this earlier is. Email is not electronic messaging. I never said I created the exchange of text messages. That goes back to the telegraph. But mm -hmm. it was a 14 year old, you know, American kid in Newark, New Jersey, who converted the old fashioned inner office mail system, inbox, outbox folders, all that to the electronic version. I wrote 50,000 lines of code, named it email, created that term for that system, and yeah. got US copyright. There is, wow. no, there is no gray area on this. It's black and white. I invented email. The problem is, I wasn't a PR guy. I didn't promote myself. Mm -hmm. It was only in 2011 when my dear mom was dying of a horrible disease in a suitcase. She had all those artifacts. The editor of Time Magazine, the senior technology editor, took a view at this and he said, hey, you invented email. And he wrote an article called wow. Invented Email. Then it went into the Smithsonian 33 years later. And Ooh. then all the liberal elites got so upset because it was like a new soul was found in Africa. That because the origin that they thought of email, which they had basically lied and made uh, a fake mm -hmm. about, was from some bearded guy who looked like a nerd. You see, you have to look like something. All you didn't look. You didn't have the right look. Exactly. I mean, this is how racist and uh, you know all the phobes that they call us as conservatives. They really have exactly. And these are the insult uh, because you're what? You're brown. You're 14. You're kid. And, and you're it was more in the cool like, group. Yeah, and Joy, it was done before MIT, you see? It was not done at MIT. It was not done at Stanford. And so that's the problem yeah. that they had with me. And, and the other problem was- It was the elite institution. They weren't involved in it, so they're, they're going to lie and pretend and steal your idea. I mean, exactly. it happens too often, but but most people don't have the guts to fight against it like you do. And you mm -hmm. you had a lawsuit against them, and you won. It was a, Is that right? It's a million dollars? Yes. Was the person who defamed me was a media company called Gawker Media, which is really good that they were destroyed. Um, they had, yeah. if you remember, it took me four years to find a lawyer who would take this on. They said, ha, 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 Al Gore. No, I said, I actually did invent email. Like, I didn't make anything. So Charles Harder, who, by the way, became the personal attorney to the president. Oh, wow. um, after our cases, Charles was had just sued for Hulk Hogan. Because because Gawker had called him had, had put out this sex video on him. In my case, they called me all sorts of horrible names. The thing called me a fraud, a charlatan, three defamatory articles. So finally, Charles looked at the data and Charles said, oh, my God, you invented email. We sued them. My lawsuit was 30 days later. They claimed bankruptcy. And the karma of it was not only did they have to give me close to a million bucks, but they were forced to remove those three defamatory articles. And I was appointed the bankruptcy. Chairman of the bankruptcy committee to sell them to Univision, so it was a huge win. But none of the mainstream win, a righteous win. How long was that fight? You said it took you four years. Four to years. Four years. From and 2012 to 2016, being oh. I mean, all my four degrees at MIT didn't mean anything because all these liberal elite racists—they're the real racists. They're the real racists, exactly. As long as I was at MIT, 
doing all those great things. I was on the front page after MIT. But before that, the thought of a 14-year-old dark-skinned Indian-American kid inventing email in Newark does not, does not compute for that. They couldn't stand it. Like you said, they right. had to put someone who looks the part. And you know, right. being in Hollywood, I know how that casting, they right. cast somebody to steal right. and they thought, well, this kid's not gonna fight back. I'm sure they judged you for your skin color. They judged you for your age. They judge you because you're an immigrant. All the things they say that we do, they actually do. Exactly. So I think it's crazy. I think a lot of my listeners, a lot of your listeners are going to be able to relate to that. I talk about that in my book, Kick-Ass Conservative. You have to stand up for your values. You have to go out there. You cannot let them win, no matter what it is. You can do it all. Just stay focused. Use your ethics. And, and if you know that God has put you on a path, you need to go after that. So you're somebody who has a huge vision. Um, I want to talk about you calling out Fauci, if you don't mind. Yes. So, so the reason I was able to call out Fauci was if you look at my trajectory, when I worked in that medical school, I've been doing medical research. I mean, the invention of email on someone was a side effect, but I've been doing medical research since I was a 14-year-old kid. I came to MIT, ended up wanting to do medicine, but was very upset with the way medicine treated the body, not as a whole system. So went in and out of MIT, did four degrees. Wow. Engineering, mechanical engineering, design, and my PhD is in the field of biological engineering. So I'm concerned with the leading guys today on the immune system. And in November of 2019, I was asked to give the invited talk, what's called the prestige lecture at the National Science Foundation. And in that lecture, I basically shared, this is before the coronavirus you know, scam hit. And what right. I said was, look. Pandemic. Yeah, the Im immune system is a very complex system and one size does not fit all. Now, all the engineers and the scientists got at the notion of giving everyone the same vaccines doesn't make sense. So right. when Corona hit, I just saw it and I did a tweet, I think in early March, if you look at it, which said, as an MIT PhD trained in, uh, in biological engineering who studies the immune system every day, this will go down in history as one of the biggest fear mongering hoaxes intended to suppress dissent, yes. mandated medicine, and uh, essentially, um, you know, um, uh, uh, destroy economies. And then after that, that went viral and I started doing videos every day because I realized I needed to train people to overcome this fear that yeah. a virus or a pathogen is not what kills you and that Fauci was a complete fraud. Now you have to understand, yeah. Fauci built his career on fraud, which is basing that a pathogen or, or the, the boogeyman concept. Mm -hmm. He's the one who took over and helped this guy, Robert Gallo, who created the HIV AIDS connection. Which that's was right, that's right. Yeah, so Gallo was being brought up on charges for scientific misconduct. Gallo, so Fauci did round one with the AIDS HIV link. Which he took is credit for that, right? And he was not, it wasn't his, is that right? I know I, I saw well, a pandemic with Dr. Judy Moskowitz. Well, well, well she, the thing is Judy has this wrong in some sense. Okay. The, the reality is HIV does not cause AIDS. HIV is a virus. AIDS is suppression of the immune system, okay? Right, okay. And you can suppress your immune system many ways. You don't eat well, yeah. you basically so, are an IV, IV drug user. But yeah. the goal is what I was educating people, and the, way, the reason I was able to call it Fauci is because of my understanding of the immune system, we teach us this one singular thing. And everyone should listen to this. It's a weakened and dysfunctional immune system that mm -hmm. overreacts. So you have what a virus, you have 380 trillion viruses in you right now, 60 trillion bacteria. So all these viruses are trying to attack us now in a, in a yeah. normal stage, your immune system senses it, 
reacts back to it and modulates itself in a beautiful way. No different than if you have good shock absorbers on your car. You hit a bump, you don't just go all over the map, right? It yeah. it and it moves forward. A bad immune system is like having no shocks on your car. You hit a bump and you hurt yourself, okay? Yeah. So the issue here is boosting the immune system. You're so, right. And so these guys don't give a damn about boosting the immune well, system. Well, no, because if I may interject, I love that you talk about that because you're a doctor who actually cares about people rather than the, a lot of westernized science right now, which is treating the um, symptoms rather than treating exactly. disease. I'm big on nutrition. I'm a vegan for 15 years. I work out all the time, like at least five, six days a week. Wow. I take B vitamins. I take multivitamins. I see a chiropractor. Wow. It shows. You look very, very healthy and glowing. Thank you. The last yeah. time I was sick is I did have coronavirus in January. Yeah. And, uh, that lasted for three awful days. But again, it was a flu. I'd never had the flu in my life. I never even get the yearly colds. But I it was a very particularly cold, uh, you know, year back into 2019. And so January 2020, this year, I got coronavirus. I was having a big, huge New Year's Day party. Mm. I had like 50 people in my house. I went to go see my chiropractor, who's also my nutritionist. And he gave me some things to do and vitamins. And I was okay. But then I collapsed. Last three days I couldn't get out of bed, but then I had a bad cough and I was recovered and nobody ever knew about the coronavirus at the time. It was a flu. We were calling it the monster flu. A lot of people had it. All of a sudden, boom, a few months later, we have this pandemic disease put on it when 99, I think it's 99.9% .9 of people will recover fine and not die. Just like well, the in a place like Massachusetts, for example, 92.9% .9 of the people mm -hmm. who died had pre-existing conditions. The average age is nice. 25 and the expectancy in Massachusetts 80. So this whole thing has nothing to do with public health. Yes. It's, 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 it's control. Right. It's powerful. And, yeah. That's what and, and, and I know that, you know, because we're, right. we are the real woke, but I admire you so much, Dr. Shiva. Um, I wanted to say something you brought to attention, the working conditions of India's largest scientific agency. That was a big deal. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so, so after I finished my PhD in 2007, I, I took a little bit of time to go to India to do a Fulbright because I wanted to connect Eastern and Western medicine. Beautiful. And I, I made a huge discovery there, which resulted in an institute called Systems Health. People want to go check it out. But more importantly, when I was about to leave India, the former prime minister of India, not the current one, asked me if I wanted to stay there for a few years to run one of the largest scientific institutions. And I said, sure. And what I discovered was massive corruption there. There were amazing scientists in India who weren't able to do their thing because they were still under the yoke of sort of feudalism. So I wrote a paper exposing that corruption and under death threats, I had to leave India. It was quite extraordinary. Um, I wrote an article in Nature, which was called Why India, uh, you know, uh, Innovation Demands Freedom, Why America Innovates in India May Never. So wow. my point is that I've always been a fighter. So right now, you know, when I'm running for U.S. Senate, the, the, the corruption I've found is we won the primary in Massachusetts. We won it in a landslide. We had 3,000 volunteers, 20,000 signs, 20,000 bumper stickers. We raised $1.6 million. Our rival opposition, which was anointed by Charlie Baker, who hates President Trump, who said he's not going to vote for president. This is the quote unquote Republican in Massachusetts. He's a rhino. He's a Republican. He's, a rhino. he's, he's basically a, a Democrat who found a pool to run against us just to stop us. And what they what we found was quite extraordinary, which is going to come out, yeah. is that in the U.S. voting systems, Joy, they have it. First of all, we don't have voter ID or, or receipts. But no. more importantly, in the voting systems, if you and I are running, let's say you get a thousand votes and I get a thousand votes. 
there's a feature in the system called a weighted race feature where they can multiply your votes by 2.5. So it's one vote is not one to one. You get two and a half votes for every one vote. And my votes can be cut in half by 0.5. Wait, this is why? This How is, is legal? I'm telling you, if people ever, we talk about Venezuela and Afghanistan and Iraq and Chile, Ooh. the United States voting systems, when it's, so we won in Franklin County, which was all hand counted, but in every other county, we lost 60-40, 60-40, 60-40, 60-40. And don't get me wrong, this ain't racist. Here's a pasty-faced white guy. Don't take it the wrong way. He wins right. in Lawrence, Massachusetts, all Hispanic. He lives in the black, he wins in the black ghettos and he wins everywhere else. It's There's impossible. No, 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 no campaigning. So we just no, filed a one no we filed a $1.2 billion lawsuit. Good. Secretary of State Galvin. And Good. I was just in, you know, in court today filing our restraining order because the Secretary of State, when I started sharing this on Twitter, contacted Twitter to have me shut it down. Forget Twitter for a second. This is the state intervening to stop my free speech. So interfering. we can absolutely interfering. Right. This is illegal. It's absolutely murder and people are just looking the other way. Democrats, the elite, it's crazy. Yep. So, so you now have a lawsuit against. We filed a lawsuit in federal court for two things. One is a restraining order because I have basically in, in they, they shut me down for 14 days. They okay. banned me, which is in a 39 day election. That's the 40%. That's right. And that's yeah. that's election interference. That's election interference, interference, but we filed on First Amendment grounds because mm -hmm. you know the laws you have to figure out how you tactically get in there. But yeah, there's a right. whole separate issue on election integrity. And the other thing is in the machine in the machine counted uh, uh, things people should understand when you take your ballot and you mm -hmm. put it in machine counting, it gets mm -hmm. converted to what's called an image, a ballot image. No different than taking a picture. Then the machine counts it, not a human being in the hand counted. Mm. Well, if they turn on this feature called weighted race, our understanding is the ballot images get destroyed because they don't want to leave a trail. So we issued a FOIA saying we want all the ballot images. And Massachusetts says we're prohibited from saving ballot images. And I said, show me the federal statute or, or your Massachusetts statutes. Nothing. They said, we saved the paper. I said, where are the ballot images? Those interactions, Joy, with this Secretary oh. of State's office I shared on Twitter and immediately on September 25th, never have I been to, to the best of my knowledge, ever been shut down off Twitter. You know, Twitter, um, uh, the Secretary of State contacted them. You know, my videos on YouTube have been taken down, sharing about vitamin D3. Oh, my God. But this is state intervention. Yeah. And Massachusetts is, in my opinion, the sewer that feeds a swamp. It's the, the elites. Yeah. Think about right. all, all of the evil gets innovated here and mm -hmm. then it gets proliferated everywhere. Between the one mile radius between MIT and Harvard are the global elites. They get trained here. They get trained there. They get protected there. They get to stay there. It's disgusting. I mean, I'm so glad we have someone like you on our side fighting for righteousness, fighting for uh, equality, true equality. And uh, and you're not stopping. You're bold and uh, you're, you're brave. And I, I love having you on here. And I'm so glad that you sure. could join us today. Is there anything you want to say? We got a few minutes. We're going to have you on for a longer. I know that my Joy Tribe, my fans and followers love you. I got When I told them I was going to be interviewing you, I got a ton of emails and messages. Saying, well, oh, I apologize for the delay. I didn't mean to do that. It was some unfortunate. That's okay. But, but no. you're lovely, Joy. I really love your spirit. You're wonderful. Thank you, Thank you so what, much. What people should understand is we don't we we cannot walk away from a fight.
You know, we come into this world naked and we leave with nothing. The mm. only the only way to leave life life is in a bold way. So when they stole the election from us, some people would get depressed, and this has happened. So we escalated it to a write-in campaign. Everyone can see that. Wow! And, people, Look at that. and on the back of it, we're training people how they can write us in. Right. Good. The issue here is to build a movement um, yes. beyond black and white. You know, beyond left and right. It's really about building a movement to unite working people because working yeah. people are the ones. And what President Trump did was he took a battering ram. I mean, look, he, he wasn't really, quote unquote, establishment Republican or establishment Democrat. He was no. Donald Trump. He was his essence who brought this in. He created an opportunity for people like me to even run. I never voted in my life until Trump ran. No. Ever, I didn't like yeah. So I think you we didn't trust the elites or you just weren't, you didn't like I, when I was 14 years, when I was 18 years old, I was very always into politics. I was always an activist, yeah. I came from untouchable cast background. And you're always trying to figure out why things, but I remember Jesse Jackson, who I thought was anti-establishment in mm -hmm. 1984, you know, sell out the entire movement to Walter Mondale, the lesser of two evils concept, which mm -hmm. I never liked. So I ended up becoming an activist. There's a picture of me at my PhD graduation, U.S. out of Iraq. I made sure working people were organized at MIT. I've been a fighter. I never ran the electoral politics because I thought both parties essentially served the same master. But yeah. when I saw Trump hammering away at the establishment of both heads of the establishment, I thought this guy's great. Registered, yeah. vote, voted, and then decided to run initially against Warren, and now against yeah. Markey. So, um, yeah. So this is amazing. Well, you have our full support over here at Jordan Villa Productions. And um, I want my followers to follow Dr. Shiva. I want all of you guys. We got banned again on Twitter for seven days because I hit the Secretary of State again. Because Unbelievable. Yeah. I know, are you suing Twitter as well? We may, we may, okay. yep, we may. So there's multiple. They are, they are so putrid. I mean, yep. I know a lot of people have wanted to sue Facebook, sue Twitter, uh, Prager University tried to sue Facebook. It's hard because we are many voices and they are one very uh, protected entity. Well, the, the thing I do want to leave people with is our campaign is based on truth, freedom, and health. But one of the things is freedom. As a technologist, the only way out of censorship is I've, I've actually created three bills already. One of them is called the Digital Rights Act, the wow. Science Act, and the Health Rights Act. But to your point on censorship, the Digital Rights Act says the only way out of this, it's going to sound initially weird to people, is there was an organization created to give us the infrastructure for our First Amendment. You know what that was? The Postal Service. The United States, the 1792 Act, and the Postal Service wasn't just about letter. Yeah. It was about providing an infrastructure. So I could send you a piece of communication. You could send one to me. And if anyone interfered, it was a 22-year sentence in prison. Mm. When the digital world came, frankly, the very stupid people at the Postal Service, they forgot their bigger mission, which was supposed to be the infrastructure for communication. In 1997, I told them, you guys should offer an infrastructure, public email, public YouTube, and Facebook, because yeah. they, they can't stop that. So they you know, don't do it's their the town deal. square. It's the town hall, yeah, right? It's the town infrastructure. You're right. And we it, should be, it should be regulated, even though I'm a conservative, you're conservative, right? Um, we hate regulation, but that's something that should be regulated so that everyone can use it. Right. Well, and the Postal Service, up until 1970, 70% of the communications through postal mail was political mail, left wing, right wing, Green Party. It was a very vibrant environment. Starting in 1970, 1997, when email volume overtook postal mail volume, that's when I met with postal service officials. And I said, you need to 
go back to your renewed idea of why the Postal Service was created by the yeah. fact it was to be the public square. Right. That, they were supposed to right. provide infrastructure. So right. there is a way out of it. And the only way out of it is the Postal Service to renew their original model to provide us public infrastructure. Now, you don't have to use them. Like, you don't have to use Postal Service, right? You can use yeah. F F FedEx or provided. Right. But they're supposed to provide. That's a good idea. Right. And it's so, not being provided now, and it's chaos. It's chaos. It, exactly. So you have three, five companies who control our communications. The Verizon, AT&T, Twitter, Google, and Facebook. Five oh people, five literal individuals can determine the course of what gets seen by the vast majority of people and what gets turned off. That's awful. This is that one world government that controls. Yeah. And people that call it conspiracy theory. It's not a theory. It is a conspiracy, though. Well, it's just a, the reality is, when you look at it, the public square has been destroyed since uh, and the Postal Service, which was a bunch of idiots run it, it was run by Franklin, who was an innovator, right? Yeah. It's completely degenerated. But the Postal right. Service recognize that you and I and everyone listening, we were the press. And the right. Postal Service gave the infrastructure for all of us to communicate in right. a very low cost. It's to be for us, for the people, by the people. Right. It should not be interfered with at all. That's against our First Amendment rights. Well, I'm proud of you, Dr. Shiva, for doing all you're doing. You're fighting uh, for all of us because somebody has to do it. Somebody has to be the the, the way maker and be in the front lines. And I know you get attacked. I know you get as many racial slurs as I do. I'm sure you're getting it left, right, and center. Um, but you have a, a strong base backing. Well, most of those racial slurs come from the liberal elites, a multi oh, I know. Not from the white working class. Never. Exactly. That. Never has a republic. I got asked, you know, what about all the white supremacists at the Trump rallies? I said, where are they? I've never met seen or interacted with a white supremacist in the Republican party. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of them that say, I can't be black. I can't be Latina. I can't be a woman because of who I support. I get a lot of racial slurs from the left and the left only. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I, I think well, yeah. Please tell everybody where they can find you. I yeah. need everybody to follow you, subscribe, vote for you, sign up for your newsletter, go for it. Yeah. People should go on the campaign. People can go to Shiva numeral for senate.com shiva for senate.com um, campaigns you know we have people giving out millions of these cards we have lawn signs etc we have amazing volunteers three thousand volunteers on the ground if you want to know about me you can go to victor alpha or victory america va shiva shiva.com you can go there to check that out um and then you can on twitter which which i'm blocked for the next five days i'm, I'm actually appealing it normally when they kick off we, i remove the tweets um, that's it. V A underscore Shiva, V A underscore Shiva. And then if people want to know any other things I'm doing, you know, we have an institute called Systems Health, systemshealth.com. We offer amazing courses and you can start understanding engineering systems principles integrated with Eastern and Western medicine. Ooh, and, that. um, that's what people should go check out. But thank you, Joy. I appreciate everything you do. Absolutely. You as well. My brother on the front lines fighting for righteousness and freedom. Awesome. Well, thank you. We're going to do a more extended interview after the election. And uh, I look forward to that. So thank, thank you, Dr. Shiva. Thank Bye. you. Best to you and all your, all your um, viewers. Thank you. Oh, and get your, your book, your new book, Your System, Your Life. Is that your new book right yeah, behind yeah. you? So one of the books that I recommend everyone is this book called, it's, it's, a, it's called System and Revolution. What it awesome. teaches people is 
I take 50, 40 years of MIT knowledge of understanding what a system is, but okay. you can learn it in a very simplified way. It's okay, learning. people gotta get that book. As, as an author myself, I'm like, get kick-ass conservative and get all the books by Dr. Shiva on Amazon yeah. or go to uh, vashiva.com, is that right? Yep, vashiva.com. Perfect, okay, we'll see you next time. Thank you, be well, Joy. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah.